0: Hey, I'm Alex, and I'm Kyler, and I'm Vera, and I'm Selena. Welcome to the Teens Age Podcast, where we talk about our opinions and interests.
1: Welcome to episode 11, where we'll be interviewing
0: the people from Not Dramatic Podcast. So welcome to the podcast. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves?
2: Yeah, I'm Vera. I'm now 16 and we're both juniors in high school. We're both actually 16 and we run Not Dramatic Podcast and we basically talk about school and teen life and like stress and current events too. And we just, like, discuss our opinions on it, and we invite a variety of people so we can, like, get a variety of opinions and experiences on the show or podcast. Yeah, and we always try to
3: find topics that we think that, like, we're interested in and people that are listening would be interested in.
1: So, well, do we have a path that we want to take from here? Do we want to just go on to the...
0: Uh... Where is it? Okay. So, the next section... So, this is a continuation of our conversation that we did on Not Dramatic. So, if you want to go see the first part of that conversation, head over there. Um. So I guess the continuation with this would be experiences with getting in trouble. Do you guys want to start? I'm sure <laughs> you might have some more interesting stories than we do.
2: Well, I have one story that I can think of that's, like, not really common. And, like, first of all, I want to say that, like, neither of us really get in trouble a lot. We don't really, we're not really troublemakers, or not class clowns, I think, and, like, we don't really get in trouble ever but like I have this one experience that's like really weird that happened in fifth grade where I did get in trouble so basically here's some backstory me and my friend one of my friends we would go onto to our oh this was in fifth grade if I didn't say that I think I didn't but we would go into the field and isn't really a good idea but we would catch bees with like a plastic bag and we would like get a huge collection of bees in a bag and then release them I don't know I don't do dumb stuff like that anymore that's definitely not good for the bees but we did that and then how we had our school at like at our school at lunch at first we had lunch first and then we would go out to play but then the school switched it so that we would play first or like do whatever first and then we would eat lunch and so that time we started with like going out and doing whatever and then we would eat lunch so we collected all of the bees and we had like a huge bag with like a ton of bees in it and then we got cold to like go get lunch and we wanted to release the bees before we went to go get lunch except we weren't able to, because, like, one of the ladies who was, like, making sure we would all not, like, hide and, like, actually go eat our lunches, she kept calling for us to go, so we couldn't really release the bees, and, like, we couldn't leave them there, so I guess we took them with us to the lunch area where everyone was eating, (laughs) and so we sort of, like, put them at, like, away from where everyone was eating but you could still see them and there was like a swarm of bees in a bag and like I wasn't the one who was catching them because I was too scared to do that but I was also to blame to blame definitely and so some of our other friends saw it and like a bunch of people saw it and like obviously people are getting annoyed because you wouldn't want a swarm of bees near you and so I don't know if someone like called one of the ladies over or if she like came over by herself but like she noticed that there was a bag of bees and we got in trouble and so we had to tell her who our teacher was and so she went to speak with our teacher we didn't like have a detention or like anything and like we didn't have to like go to the office or anything but we definitely felt really embarrassed and dumb after that it was just like a really dumb thing to do And, like, I remember she asked us why we didn't release them, but I don't know. I guess we just, like, couldn't release them. We didn't have enough time. Oh, and also, we were, like, debating. I think, no, I I don't know if it was us, but, like, someone told us to just, like, release them at the lunch area, which would have been a really bad idea. And I don't know what happened to them after that. I think the lady took them away. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my not so common, not so stereotypical story of getting in trouble.
1: Yeah, I don't wow. think everyone is as creative with <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, honestly.
3: Sorry, no, was some
2: Okay. I was just gonna say you can go.
3: <laughs> oh um I was just gonna say my um Honestly, like, the only time I've ever really gotten in trouble was that, like, one story where, um, like, like, the website thing Mm -hmm. that we shared in the last episode, Mm -hmm. but, yeah, my stories aren't as creative as yours. (laughs) Honestly, I can just think of embarrassing moments, sort of. Like, once I was late to class, I was late to class one time on Halloween, Um, and it was for science in seventh grade, and I just remember my teacher just, like, looking at me as I walked through the door, and she's just like, Selena, why were you late today? You can't be late, and I was just like, oh my goodness, literally, I didn't hear the bell, and literally everyone had just, like, gotten to class, and had just gotten, like, sat down, and I was like, oh my goodness, like, I I was
1: literally, like, two minutes late,
3: but other than that, it's just been, like, embarrassing moments.
1: (laughs) I've had so many stress dreams about being late to class, like, schools I don't even go to, and I'm just like, oh, no, I missed humanities, oh, gosh. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I have, like, a lot of dreams where it's like I'm awake in the dream, so I think this is actually real life, and for some reason, I'm doing everything really slowly, and then I get out of the house far too late, and like, I'm walking really slowly, and I never make it to school in time. It's really sad. (laughs) Mm.
3: Yeah, I've definitely had a ton of nightmares (laughs) about (laughs) being late to class, and I've also had nightmares about, you know, like, um, in school sometimes teachers like in public school teachers will be like oh yeah like you can't have your phone out otherwise I'm like confiscating it and like all that stuff yeah I've had nightmares about having my phone out before the bell rings
2: <laughs> yeah well one thing I was wondering about is like if you do school at home do you like get punished like, do you, like, how would you get in trouble, and,
0: like, who would punish you? Um, so getting in trouble, I think the worst thing you could do is probably, I don't know, I mean, it's kind of hard to get in trouble, at least for me, my parents are pretty chill, and they would be the one mostly doing any sort of punishment, um, so as long as I don't do anything like that, worst thing that usually happens is I procrastinate something and they have to take my books away from me so I can't read (laughs) um which is very unusual um but yeah I haven't really had it's mostly my parents and they're not really gonna do much as long as I you know don't sneak out of the house anything like that yeah
1: no, I'm pretty similar, like, my parents are pretty wishy-washy on rules, and I don't have a lot of them. And they're kind of, like, the only people who would discipline me while I'm homeschooling. That's actually a really interesting thing, is, like, how, how do you get punished on online school? Like, how's that been? Yeah,
2: uh, I mean... This hasn't happened in art school, but I know that like kids have like, I think gotten in trouble for like not sticking with their dress codes. I'm not sure how they're punished, but like it's really dumb, I think, because like you're at home and like, honestly, people can't really see what you're wearing. Like right now, you guys can't really see my clothes. And like, I don't know if they're like forced to like have their cameras showing their like clothes, but that's just ridiculous. But for us, at least like, Last year, at the end of last year, when Zoom was, like, really new to everyone, there was a lot of Zoom bombing. And, like, that's when, like, someone goes on to not their Zoom and, like, does weird stuff, I guess. I'm not really sure what they do, but, like, something. And I'm not sure how people got in trouble at our school, but I think they were disciplined somehow. Like, I know this one guy got, like, who was doing it a lot at our school. He got, like, an email from the principal and stuff. But... I'm not sure
0: how they get punished. Yeah, I was going like, yeah, to go say you can't give detentions. Yeah, that's what
1: I was going to say. Like sit on a Zoom call for 5 more hours.
3: <laughs> yeah, I Oh goodness, I think I just lost my thought. Um Oh, okay. So, I've definitely heard that I don't know if it's, like, been a rumor or something. I don't know anybody that's actually gotten it. But I know that if, like, you don't show up to stuff or... Yeah, like, if you don't show up, then teachers and, like, the principal and the vice principal will do house visits. Yeah, so they'll, like, come on over or, like, call your house and they'll be like, hey, are you still alive? Like, are you good? (laughs) And honestly, I just... I feel like that'd just be so embarrassing. Like, not really, like, punishment-wise, but, like,
1: embarrassing.
2: Yeah, they call it a wellness check, just to, like, make sure that everything's okay.
1: A wellness check. Oh,
0: that's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've heard at some of the schools near where I live, some of my friends have been saying that as long as you go to attendance, nothing happens. You can go to attendance and then leave the meeting for the next hour until you have your <laughs> next class. So I've heard that's been the strategy for everybody.
2: Yeah, I guess like no one will really notice as much, like if it's a big class. <laughs> and you could always blame it on like bad Wi Fi or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, actually, teachers get like at least. I think they do, like, get a notification, like, so-and-so's Wi-Fi is, like, cutting out or something like that. But, yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say?
0: I was going to say, like, how do they know if your Wi-Fi is
2: bad? (laughs) Because, like, like, you get a notification on your Zoom if, like, your internet is unstable. At least I get that a lot. And I think your teacher gets the message, too, because they're, like, the host of the meeting. Uh,
0: Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. (laughs) I was like, what do you do? Yeah. I, um, yeah, I think
3: at least for my English class, like somebody's Wi-Fi was breaking up and my teacher was like, oh yeah, like so-and-so your bandwidth is really low and like all that stuff. You might want to go to like a different spot in your house. But I think with our Zooms, since it's under a school account they can tell if you leave the meeting like once it finishes it gives them a whole like list of when you got into the meeting if you were late and it also gives them a list of all the private chats that were sent Mm -hmm. and it also gives them a list of when you left the meeting
1: (laughs) i don't like the private chats thing like
2: (laughs) yeah for me, when I was taking a college course in the summer, they are uh, my teacher. She like showed us the list of like how you said, Selena, where like it's a bunch of notifications where like when someone enters the meeting or when someone leaves the meeting. And it was like a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess you can get in trouble with, like, the legal system when you're homeschooling, but, like, I think everyone can. <laughs> it's, not, it's
0: not a simply homeschooling thing. I don't know. Yeah, I because mean, like, there's... if you don't turn in your paperwork every year, declaring your intent to homeschool, yeah. you can get in trouble with the police or the legal system. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, um, yeah.
3: Does that apply for if you're, um, like, over 16, because I know that. Isn't, like, the legal age to drop out of high school 16? Uh, I don't don't know. know.
1: It also might be different. I don't know which state you guys are in or, like, where you're at, but uh, I don't know. Be interesting thing to research. Legally
2: drop out? Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just have to, like, take this test. I forgot what it's called. Maybe it's called the GDE.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, the general education something something.
2: Yeah. It's like a thousand dollars or something, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe less.
0: Ah, but a thousand dollars to not have to complete your last two years of high school.
2: So like if you <laughs> go worth to school it. it's technically free. But yeah. yeah. Then again, it's
0: technically free.
1: Um, so we talked a little bit about dress code. What do you guys think of dress
2: codes?
1: (laughs) Selena, your face is great.
2: There's like like a point when like, there's like obviously things that you shouldn't wear to school. Like you should definitely like should wear clothes and like they should be appropriate for school. Like you shouldn't just have like a bunch of inappropriate images on your clothes and stuff like that but for us I'm pretty sure our school's like really lax with dress codes I'm not even sure if we have any I mean I'm guessing we do but like I've seen people wear like crop tops and like we're allowed to have like tank tops and like have really like skinny straps and stuff like that but I know that a lot of schools like my middle school in sixth grade we weren't allowed to wear shorts that like were shorter than like how long our fingertips are when we hold them down. Yeah, and like we weren't allowed to have holes in our jeans like above our thighs. And like if we did, apparently they'd like tape them with like duct tape. Like we weren't allowed to have um, like tank tops with straps that were like thinner than two fingers, but they got a bit laxer as like we got into older grades, but it was still pretty strict, but High school
3: is pretty nice. Yeah, I remember middle school. <laughs> yeah, like the same rule that Vera had, but um, like the punishment for if you weren't wearing that dress code or like if you weren't within standards um, was you had to change into your PE clothes, which was just like this long T-shirt that reached to like to your knees and the shorts were literally like knee length too so you're literally in like basically a giant t-shirt that was like two layers thick cuz it was super super it's like sweat absorbent or absorb whatever that word is <laughs> and yeah it is just not not the best but yeah here in high school I have seen people with, like, stuff falling out of their clothes, but, um, I've also had a teacher that was super, super strict about it, and if you weren't wearing, like, you couldn't have, like, um, I guess she was more strict with pants, like, if your shorts were, like, above the knee, or, like, if your dress was above the knee, then she'd send you to the vice principal's office, and one time, this girl get, did get sent to the vice principal's office, and the vice principal was, like, hmm, this is, like, not right, because she shouldn't be telling people that they have to wear this, so then she called in, well, she called me in to interview with her, and she was, like, oh, yeah, like, what was the situation leading up to it, and, like, all that stuff, but personally, my personal opinion of dress codes is I feel like people know that they should be wearing, like, clothes to school, (laughs) and I mean, yeah, like, and I mean, it's not really your fault if somebody's, like, looking at you in a bad way because of what you're wearing, because, like, it's not your fault that they're looking at you that way, like, You wear what you want to wear, and, like, it's not your fault what somebody else chooses to do.
2: Distracted by you. (laughs) Shouldn't they get the punishment?
1: Yeah. It's, like, going off of that, it's all very base sexist. Like, there's no dress code stuff that happens for guys. Like, you could probably rock around without a
0: shirt on and it would be fine. But, like, (laughs) yeah. I actually have a funny story about that. So, this middle school I used to go to, um, it was a, not a super strict dress code. Um, basically couldn't wear tank tops because it had to be three fingers wide, and I don't know who makes tank tops that are that wide. (laughs) But, um, they changed the short requirement and so it had to be like it had to fall it couldn't be above like three inches above the knee or something and a bunch of girls got dress code so all of the guys went around and hiked up their shorts <laughs> and they went up to the principal and were like are you gonna dress code me because it was only the girls getting dress coded and the uh the dress code got removed within like three days nice i love that So that was, like, the best experience with dress codes. I wasn't at the school at the time, but all my friends told me about it.
2: That's really awesome. Do you guys have dress codes at online school? (laughs) Or, sorry, homeschool? Um,
0: Not really. I mean, don't wear anything inappropriate onto any Zoom meetings. Uh, Wear clothing, but, like... I could go to some classes. It depends on the class. Like if I'm taking an online college class, like obviously I'm not going to show up in my pajamas, but like I have a class that half the kids, we attend for our bed in pajamas. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's pretty yeah. chill. I think my parents would not allow me to lay around in my pajamas all day, but
2: mm. yeah.
1: Alrighty. Do we want to do education now? Yeah, sure, we can go into it. How do we get graded? Well, I mean, for me, uh, I guess I don't really get graded. The in-person classes I take or like the only in-person class I take really uh, doesn't grade, and then online classes are, I don't know. I don't think I've actually gotten graded since I started homeschooling. Um, and I started attending, like, a really weird school in, like, Bothell or something, and uh, they um, don't really grade either. Like, in order to get a high school diploma, you just do, like, a final project that a council decides on, but you don't really get grades I don't know. Kyler, your college courses are probably graded.
0: Yeah, so I take some online college courses. Those are graded, but it's pretty chill. It's like quizzes, and then you pass your final exam. Um, For college, I do have to submit grades, so I have to make up stuff. Um, And there's this whole, kind of getting into the next question, which is about special treatment, but there's this whole thing, like, if you can't get an A from your parents, then, like... (laughs) <laughs> you can't get an A in college, um, which is kind of false because I am taking online college classes where my mom isn't grading me. So it's a little unfair that way. But uh, other than that, I do take some online classes where I do have grades. I haven't taken any, I don't know. I do get graded on some work I do at home. Like if I'm doing a workbook, I'll do some grading there just so I have something to show for it. But other than that, it's mainly online classes and he get any grades.
2: That sounds really nice. How like you guys have less grades than us because we definitely go to a pretty competitive school with grades and like people constantly try to improve their grade or not everyone, of course, but like there's definitely a group of people who are, like, super smart and, like, stay up until, like, 3 a.m. studying or, like, wake up really early to study and, like, they get great grades and, like, everyone else also feels the pressure of getting good grades and it's not really about, like, the learning experience and people are, like, willing to do anything really to, like, get a good grade. It's more focused on having that A, having that, like, 95 or, like, higher percent and, like, people are willing to not really learn the material and not really understand it and instead to, like, cheat. And that's definitely more of a problem with online school, but I know that people have been doing that. And it's not just like our school. Obviously, everyone does that at every school. But, yeah, it's definitely more focused on the grades instead of the academics. And I kind of like the idea of, like, not having quite as many grades or, like, maybe even just hiding the grades so that we focus on actually learning.
0: Yeah, and another cool thing that I've been doing with grades is um, a lot of the stuff that I do, if I don't get it, I don't understand it, I don't necessarily get a good grade, I can relearn the material and then go back and take the test again or take the quiz again so I can improve my grade. So it's a lot more focused on like you know learning the material over just getting that A all the time.
1: Right. I took a reverse mastery class for geometry. I think two years ago, and it was just basically the same thing. Where it's kind of you learn until like you actually know it instead of going with the class. So you get you get the lectures and you do them at home, and then you uh, do the work in class. So you have access to the teacher for questions, and then when you're ready, you can take the quizzes. And I think that's just like. Works a lot better for me mentally and emotionally because like if I feel like I'm going to tear through like five sessions of work in one day, then I can and it's good. But yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So we took a reverse like method class for geometry also, and like we also did lectures at home and then like homework in school and we could ask questions. But a lot of people didn't like that as much. I I don't know why, but, like, maybe it's, like, the way that that specific teacher did it, but I thought it was fine, but, yeah, a lot of people had trouble with, like, doing the lectures at home and the homework at school. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's very similar to homeschooling for me, where you kind of have to have a lot of motivation. Like, you have to set your own schedule and motivate yourself to do it, even if you don't want to, which can suck sometimes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It requires, it was, there's a learning curve with motivation, definitely. With,
3: like, the grades thing, my um, AP bio teacher, he did this thing where <laughs> um, he doesn't grade us for any assignments. He only grades us for tests and labs. And the thing about that, just being, like, an AP class, is the tests are extra hard, and, like, the labs are graded extra harshly, so it's sort of, I feel like, yeah, I get what he means, but he doesn't want us to be, like, he calls it point hungry, like, you're trying to, like, get as much points as you can. I get what he's trying to do by that, but then at the same time, when everybody in the class has, like, like, a B minus or a C or a D, then... That's going to kind of take a toll on college apps and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree that, like, just making the class based on, like, big projects and, like, big things like tests is not so great for APs. Like, last year, we both took AP European History, and literally everyone or almost everyone got, like, 50s and 60s and, like, 70s some 80s also, but rarely anything above an 80. And, like, if we didn't have, like, points for classwork, that would have been terrible, because we would have had, like, not great grades at all. <laughs>
1: So we've got about seven minutes left on the remaining meeting time. Is there anything that we wanted to talk about specifically before we wrap up? Like, is there anything that you wanted to know?
2: I'm not sure. Whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, do you guys deal with, like, challenging
0: classes? Mm. I mean, I definitely have, um, like I said, I've been taking some online college classes, which those can definitely be difficult, a lot of material to go over. Um, I think there's always a challenge because, I feel like in homeschool classes, you do have to think for yourself more. Um, You can't just, it's not always a test where you have to know the right answer. It's a lot of open-ended assignments, like, you know, present a presentation on X topic or write an argument as to why somebody, or why you think this applies to this in this situation. It's just a lot of open-endedness, which is, Definitely takes some getting used to, but it's a lot of fun.
2: Is it harder to like get your questions answered by teachers when you're, when it's not, well, I'm not sure how you guys do it, but like, yeah, I guess, is it harder? I don't
0: know. I would say I haven't found it harder because I wasn't one to ask questions in class because I Mm -hmm. didn't like speaking up in class. So I've always kind of used Google to find my answers to anything uh alex what about you um i don't know because i feel like with the teachers that i've kind of
1: i'm building a relationship with it's a lot easier to ask questions because like i know them more as a human being than just a teacher uh but i also feel like especially with online classes it can be really hard to like reach out and email somebody uh it just takes a lot more energy and effort and like formally saying sincerely your child the person in class um but yeah I don't know I think it's a weird balance but I don't know has online school made it harder for you guys to reach out to teachers
2: I think yeah definitely because like it's really embarrassing when you're in a class of like 20 to 30 people and like no one's really talking and you have a question and kind of scary to like get it answered and one thing that our teachers did is like originally teachers were meant to record the classes so like people who are not there or like people who wanted to go back and like cl- get something clarified could watch those recordings however now the, the administration changed it so like you can't record it so that people ask more questions during class and one thing that is nice about being online is that you could just like chat to your teacher and I guess they sometimes might say your name but usually they just like read the question and answer it for everyone so that's a bit easier.
1: Mm. Kind of like an anonymous question drop drop box.
2: Yeah. Yeah personally
3: um online school I find it easier to just like um, well, I feel like it kind of depends on the class. Like sometimes with classes where people don't talk as much, it's definitely easier for me to ask questions. But then with the classes where teachers literally like they ask, uh, "Who has any questions?" and everybody's like talking, or they only ask and they wait two seconds before they're like, "Okay, let's move on." Then that's kind of hard, but. I found that just like emailing works pretty well because I've had to email a lot of my teachers and just like a lot of admin and staff and they do respond a lot faster than they would have responded if we were at like actual school. I
0: think that's good.
1: Hey folks, you're nearing the end of the podcast. This is a reminder that this month's book is Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo. You know the drill, read along this month to know what we're talking about.
0: You can contact us via email at the teens age podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at teens underscore aged. Thanks for listening in. This has been the Teen's Age Podcast with Alex and Kyler.